You are tuning in to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. After you finish listening to it, why not take a moment to listen to one of the most recent episodes? I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Hello, everybody. This is Tommy's Outdoors number eight. And today, there are two parts of the podcast. Firstly, I want to address some housekeeping issues, uh, some news coming to the podcast and coming to the site. And second part, in the second part, I'm going to address a few questions um, that uh, you, dear listeners, um, raised with me over uh, uh, last while. So uh, let's start with the news. First and foremost, we have a new logo. Um, it way It took way too long to develop that logo, but here it is. Uh, some of you might recognize the logo or actually the, the photo the logo is based on. Um, so again, it took a long time, but I'm quite happy with it. So um, first news, new logo. Secondly, uh, I launched the website for the podcast. Uh, it's tommysoutdoors.com. No apostrophe, no dash, no dot, no, every, no anything. One word, tommysoutdoors.com. So go check out the website, visit the website. Um, there is a comment section literally under every page, under every post. So please do leave the comments, leave the feedback, uh, critique or otherwise. Um, it's very welcome and it will help make the website and the podcast better. Um, I link some of the older materials on the, on the website, some YouTube videos, uh, some pictures, um, so go check them out as well and subscribe to YouTube channel, um, Tommy's Outdoors. Um, so the website is, a is a, is another news. Um, also, uh, we have an Instagram page right now in the social media front, the social media front. So Twitter account, um, Outdoors Podcast, go and, uh, follow Outdoors Podcast on Twitter but also follow Tommy's Outdoors on Instagram. Um, there, I'm just wondering whether it's going to overlap with Twitter. Surely it will, um, but uh, I'll try to post some, some photos on, or, or some Instagram stories, heads up uh, before the coming episodes. Um, so like a early access, uh, you can, you can think about Instagram page as an early access, uh, to what's gonna come to the podcast itself. Um, so social media, um, Twitter, uh, outdoors podcast and Instagram, Tommy's outdoors. Also, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, any podcast aggregator, uh, it was there before it still is there. So go and subscribe and leave the reviews and leave the five star rating, uh, you know, the usual uh, drill on the on these sites. Um, also SoundCloud, uh, which which at that point, I think SoundCloud is more like a hosting of the of the of the of the uh, files, hosting of the of the sound files. Um, but you can go ahead and, and subscribe on SoundCloud and leave the comments there as well. It's it's all very welcome in general. Any comments, any feedback, very, very welcome, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, website, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, you name it, uh, it's welcome. 
Um, finally, so we have this new setup uh, in the internet, the the new expanded presence on the internet. And uh, we lining up some uh, exciting guests, of course. Um, so I don't want to, I don't want to um, say anything just yet. Uh, but there are quite a few interesting guests coming. So um, I hope that this makes you excited. Um, but but if you know about anyone. Uh, in the outdoor space, let's call it that way, um, that you would like to hear and you would like to uh, be on the podcast, please contact me. Um, you can also contact me by email, um, outdoors.podcast at outlook.com. Um, so drop me a message on one of the social media on the website or, or on the email who that person would be that you would like to hear. Um on the podcast and I will work hard to get that person in and and record a podcast and if you have any questions for these people as also let me know um, so I'll try to make it happen um, so I guess this is uh, this concludes the um, part of what's new in a podcast and now um, I'm gonna go to some short uh, questions and, and to address some some um, current uh, well maybe not issues but 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 things that are uh, currently happening in any any that outdoors men and women should be aware of um, so first question I received uh, a few times actually um, over over uh, social media and 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 otherwise was about sea trout fishing um <clears throat> so i i uh, posted a photo on the on the instagram and i think that that photo is also on the on the website uh with the sea trout quite quite nice photo taken a few years ago when i'm you know standing with the fish and and the water is splashing behind me and so on um, so it's a nice, nice photo taken by my uh, friend Tom, and 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 you can um, you can hear Tom in a, in a pike fishing episode, um, just a few episodes back. Um, but anyway, um, so that that photo sparked quite a few questions asked online and offline about trout fishing and where to catch the fish and and, and so on so uh here it is um so first of all the trout was was caught using spinning method uh on a spinning rod not fly fishing but spinning rod uh it's actually you can see that in the picture um so i'm stating the obvious and um so the lure so i use the hard lure uh middle water top to middle water lure so uh it's slowly sinking lipless lure okay uh some some of them call it pencil lure uh some of them call it something else um that's interesting because i have a i have a blog post coming um with regards to uh pike fishing and and uh, you know i was trying to name those lures 
properly and and this is just 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 a mess because depending on the geography and what country you live in and what you're fishing you call lure differently jerk bite crank bites um pencil lures whatever so for the avoidance of doubt that's a that's a small slowly sinking mid to top water lipless lure being lipless means that you need to work on it and you need to animate that in the water using your rod it, it doesn't have an action on its own per se um so anyway um when you want to catch a sea trout the first thing you need to do you need to find place where small river or stream goes into the ocean okay that's the first thing um now ideally or maybe it's even a requirement the place where that that's so usually how it works is that the stream or river gets into the um sort of a harbor and then that harbor connects with the ocean okay um so the place where harbor connects with the ocean has to be sandy right it's a sandy bottom um so that poses a few challenges. Number one, the sandy bottom can be quite soft sand and maybe hard to to walk. Can it be dangerous? Well, yeah, it can be dangerous in the sense that you're well, obviously you can get stuck. You you your foot can get stuck. Um, but I think that the danger it comes from the fact that you can just trip and, and get into the water. Now you're gonna be waiting, you need the waders, you're gonna be waiting, don't wait too deep. If you chest deep and you're on a soft soft ground and you know you, your feet get stuck or, or you just trip you you know you fall over your water gets into the waders and that might be quite dangerous situation um because what's happening is you obviously that's a heavy heavily tidal area and the tide coming in and out um from through the uh narrow entry to the to the uh harbor uh this this is the, the current is quite strong and it just it just may end up dramatic um so yeah wear the uh wear the life jacket that's another uh piece of advice okay so if you after a sea trout wear the set wait wear the uh life jacket and go to the place where a little stream or river gets into the harbor and when then the harbor gets into the ocean the uh seabed is sandy there's a sandy area everywhere and you wading in the waders there with your life jacket on okay so once you find a place like that um you're fishing in that area i'd say two hours before low tide and two hours after low tide okay so that's a recipe for sea trout for you um go ahead and find a place for yourself uh, i'm not gonna give out any spots i just gave you a pattern and uh and as a bonus um that area these type of area also holds bass sea bass the european sea bass so um yeah go ahead and and, and try and and catch a big trout oh 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 one other thing you need a license if you want to get yourself a nice fatty sea trout uh there are regulations um 
So go on the uh, fishery board website and, and find the regulations. There's a size limit. So that's, uh, that's actually maybe uh, more important. So first of all, for sea trout, the, you need a license, like I mentioned. And the uh, bag limit is three fish uh, per day, per 24 hours. And the minimum, um, the minimum size is 40 centimeters, okay? Um, also, there is a season that runs from 1st of January uh, to October the 12th, okay? And now, when you're fishing in the estuary, you, you need uh, uh, the, the, the season for the, for the river applies, okay? So remember that. Um, so you need a tag. You need a, you have a bag limit. You have a you have a size limit. Um, if you want to take a fish, um, obviously, if you fishing catch and release, um, then you know the bag limit is not an issue for you. All right. Um, so in general, if you want more information, uh, go to fishinginireland.info, www.fishinginireland.info, um, and, uh, and uh, search for some uh, specific information. There is also a PDF there with a map which, which, which should guide you into um, exactly where, where you can try and, and fish. Um, right. So that is, uh, for the, for that question. Okay. Um, the next question was related to cycling helmets. Okay. So we're jumping here from subject to subject, but Hey, that's outdoors, right? So everything outdoors. So when it comes to cycling helmets, um, I was given the best advice ever regarding cycling helmets and that best advice ever was given to me by my friend um he's uh he's a quite accomplished uh triathlon triathlonist i suppose um and that advice was given to him by his coach and the best advice ever regarding cycling helmets is get any helmet that is lighter than 250 grams okay 250 is the threshold and that coach went as far as going like if that helmet is more than 250 grams then go and burn it okay so uh, so that's it and that's, I suppose that's a good advice um, cycling in general it's very good for your cardiovascular capacity and your cardiovascular uh, health health um, but it's absolutely destroying your your uh, your posture, your skeletal. Uh, it's it's very demanding on your on your skeleton, on your on your muscles, on your core, on your neck, on your shoulders. Uh, you know, and 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 quite a few people are suffer from from you know posture disorders because of cycling. Um, so actually, you might think like, oh, you know, it's not big a deal helmet um but especially if you're spending on a bike prolonged time uh get yourself nice light helmet less than 250 grams that's that's very important um obviously you know that that applies for um to say this is these are light helmets so if you're if you after you know mountain biking or doing some gnarly stuff um then you probably need a um 
heavier, more mm, robust and more protective helmet. Um, but at the same time, you know, you're probably not going to be spending prolonged time in, in, in that helmet. So in other words, if you're, if you're, you know, working actively on the bike with the bike, uh, that's not that long of a time. You know, the weight of the helmet is not that big of an issue. If you're spending long hours on the bike in one position cycling, well, yeah, then then when it matters and then when, when your neck muscles and, and overall your, your spine will thank you for not putting too much uh, weight on your head. Um, so obviously get yourself good quality helmet. Uh, Giro are the ones I'm using. Uh, I would recommend them. Um, they have uh, 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 good good light helmets. Aeon, I think, is the one. And just by the way, I'm not getting paid by Giro. Just, 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 it happens. I'm using them. And uh, to be honest, finding a helmet that is less than 250 grams is not an easy task. Um, I, I, there's a, there's a, only a few of those that will that will uh, meet that criteria. And then obviously, if you're if you're uh, uh, need a large helmet. Um, to just so just pay attention to that because the, because the manufacturers they they giving you a weight of the helmet but then there is a qualified like oh that weight of the helmet is for size M or or whatever S. Um, so if you were you if they are after a helmet uh, large or, or just just you know be aware of that that the weight may vary or will vary depending on the size of the helmet. Um, so yeah. Uh, like I mentioned, there is it's not like super easy task to find a helmet that is less than 250 grams, and surely it's not going to be cheap one. Uh, but it's well worthy, well worthy. Uh, you know, good quality helmet is good in general because it will protect you and your head, which is important. Um, but also as a bonus, uh, it's going to be light. So go ahead and get yourself good, nice quality. Uh, helmet that is less than 250 grams um and uh i think that's uh pretty much it we some some of the general reminders uh for all you runners and cyclists and and walkers and so on who are using public roads okay in in the morning and in the evening uh the time changed uh to the daylight saving and <clears throat> The sun is very low on the horizon. If you have your sun behind your back, you are very hard to see, right? For the motorists, mainly in other road users. So keep that in mind and use lights, okay? And you may think, oh, Jesus, you know, it's like um, sun is up and there's a nice morning and I'm just going to go for a run or for a walk and, you know, everybody will see me. No, wrong. They won't. If the sun is behind your back, uh, the motorists or, or, or cyclists, for that matter, uh, if you're a runner, might not see you um, because you, you just... You just uh, a little black silhouette on the, you know, with a big sun, sun on the on the backdrop. So, um, <clears throat> so keep that in mind, and if possible, avoid uh, moving moving direction with a, with the sun behind your back when the sun is low uh, in the morning and in the evening. A lot of accidents happened. A lot of accidents happened that way. Uh, so, if you're located, that is no way of of avoiding that. 
where the lights, where the where the you know big flashy lights that you use at, in the winter time uh, at night, uh, they just might save your life. So keep that in mind that the sun behind your back makes you not visible uh, for people who are approaching toward from the towards the sun direction. Okay, so uh, runners, cyclists, be aware. Uh, also, bass fishing this year, catch and release only. Um, we'll have an episode dedicated to to that, and and I'm working on having some guests uh, that may um, explain in more details how it happened that this year bass fishing is only catch and release, and and, and so on, and all the issues surrounding that. Um, personally, I was always catching uh, like for me bass fishing was always catch and release because of the conservation issues okay so um and so so the most of the people i know uh majority of them were catch and release anglers and majority of them were releasing majority of bass uh, even if they if they, if they uh, took for a pot the odd one um so that's i think not affecting most of anglers in a, in a, in a big way and um i actually should be excited about it uh about that the bass fishing is catch and release only i think it overall it's good um and uh like i said i i i would be much more excited about that just a few years back than i am right now um but while i'm not so excited i am actually i'm a little bit i am but again, that's uh, that's probably uh, for one of the coming episodes. I'm going to leave that. And uh, finally, for all you hunters out there, reminder, bass, uh, deer season is over. Um, so uh, no deer hunting until the next September. And, and an interesting thing is that sneaking up on deer, waiting for deer, or, or you know... Um, ambushing it and and i mean not ambushing is the wrong but just just even sneaking up and waiting for deer to come in for the purpose of uh taking photos or or drawing the deer or just enjoying a view is also in legislation defined as hunting and therefore prohibited in a closed season until september so if you want to take a photos of deer before September, then I suppose Killarney National Park is an option for you. Uh, but if you want to, you know, find or sneak up on on the wild deer for the purpose even of taking photos, um, be aware that according to Irish law, you're hunting deer and therefore you're uh, um, committing an offense. All right, so that's it for the episode eight, uh, housekeeping and some questions and answers. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and um, until the next time. You just listened to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. I invite you to take a moment and listen to one of the most recent episodes. I'm sure you'll enjoy it.